Hello, I'm Joey Butler, and I'm a member at Trustful First United Methodist Church. It's an honor to share one of these read-together moments with you. Today, let's read from the book of Mark, chapter 6, starting in verse 30. The apostles gathered around Jesus and reported to him all they had done and taught. Then, because so many people were coming and going that they did not even have a chance to eat, he said to them, Come with me by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest. So they went away by themselves in boat to a solitary place. But many who saw them leaving recognized them and ran on foot from all the towns and got there ahead of them. When Jesus landed and saw a large crowd, he had compassion on them because they were like sheep without a shepherd. So he began teaching them many things. Continuing in verse 53. When they had crossed over the water, they landed at Gennesaret and anchored there. As soon as they got out of the boat, people recognized Jesus. They ran throughout that whole region and carried the sick on mats to wherever they heard he was. And wherever he went, into villages, towns, or countryside, they placed the sick in the marketplaces. They begged him to let them touch even the edge of his cloak, and all who touched it were healed. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Jesus invites his friends, his disciples, to come with him for some quiet rest, away from the pressing crowds. It's such a peaceful thought. This time, however, they don't get that rest, not because Jesus failed that promise, but because his compassion extended also to the crowds that followed. This scene culminates in the event we know as the feeding of the 5,000, and that probably only accounted for the men, not quite the quiet rest the disciples had expected. But that's ultimately a promise that's bigger than just a handful of close friends and followers. And then after this, wherever Jesus went, into villages, towns, or countryside, people came for that peace. There's a tension in Scripture about how we can make a home for God. In 2 Samuel, David is ashamed that he lives in a fine palace of cedar, while God is in a tent tabernacle. We know that God saves this work for David's son, Solomon, but it's the beauty of God's answer to David that should move us. God says, When have I asked you to build me a house? I have been with you and protected you. I will give you rest from all your enemies. The Lord declares to you that the Lord will make you a house. This is one of those beautiful weeks when all of the lectionary readings pick up that thread. In Psalm 89, David remembers God's promise to protect his line, his house, if you will, to forever love and stand with him. In Jeremiah 23, God says, Woe to the shepherds who have scattered his sheep, the nation of Israel that has been sent to exile. God promises to gather the flock and bring them home, where they will be saved and live in safety. Peace, you might say. It's a place of quiet rest. And then Paul, in his letter to the Ephesians, makes a connection. Jesus' compassion, we remember, extends further than we might think. Now it's even extended beyond the Jews to the Gentiles, like you and me. Some Jesus-following Jews weren't cozy with that idea, and us Gentiles also weren't sure exactly how this was going to work out. In Ephesians 2, Paul says, Remember how you were separate from Christ and from us? But now, guess what? In Christ, you are brought near. He himself is our peace. Whatever divisions we've had, Christ has created one humanity in himself. 
We're members of His household, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, with Christ Jesus Himself the chief cornerstone. And then, here it is. In Him, the whole building is joined together, a holy temple in the Lord. And in Him, you too are being built together, to become a dwelling in which God lives by His Spirit. God at home in us, and we at home in Him. Come and rest, Jesus says. I will make you a home. And there it is, promise kept. And as the disciples learned, it's not for the faint of heart, because it reaches farther than we can see. As a prayer, hear one of the most well-known and most beautiful expressions of God's rest and peace. Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in right paths for His name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord my whole life long. Amen.